Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. I want to talk to you about how to trust God. When things are really happy and hunky-dory, then yes. It is easy for us to trust and to praise God because everything is going right in our lives. But what about when they're not? When you're broke, depressed, struggling, lonely, and your life seems to be falling apart. Will you trust God then? And how can you? Before we get into this post, I want to share my video with you about how I overcame depression as a Christian, which you can watch below. In it, I speak about how I was broke, struggling, and depressed, and on the verge of being kicked out of my house. And I was a single mom having to take care of my son. How could I trust God during that? But I did. And when I did, I learned a few lessons that I'm going to share with you today. And also, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking the link down below. Who else are you going to trust? One major lesson that I learned on how to trust God is who else was I going to trust? During my hardship, I trusted people and outside situations in order for them to come through for me. Sometimes they did, but a lot of times they did not. The thing about people is that they are imperfect. They have their own stuff to deal with and oftentimes that does not involve you. I know that it is a hard fact to accept, but if we place trust anywhere else, then we are placing our trust in the world or in worldly things. And guess what? The world is ever-changing. When I was broken suffering, living day by day, it was God who provided. God sent random people to me to give me money. God gave me ideas and told me where to go in order to make additional money. It was God who told me how to move and shake during my situation in order to make my situation better. And really, that is the art in how to trust God. Because God knows everything, and why would you turn yourself off to the only one that can help you in your situation no matter what? You can have friends, family, and people around you who have the best intentions, but to trust in what they say over what God says is flawed thinking because they could be wrong, but God is not wrong. So why not trust the only one who can fix the situation? And refusing to trust is just shutting yourself off from the solution. Being of the world and not in it. One of the main things that I have learned whenever I have gone through some hardship is that God does not have some vendetta against me where he wants to hurt me. But really he puts us through things so that we can learn how to trust God more. The fact of the matter is that when I went through my whole depressive situation and God brought me out of it, I learned a great lesson, and that was how to not be of the world and how not to fear. The Bible says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12.2 when everything in your world is being shaken up, God does not want you to focus on those things, but rather he wants you to focus on him. And the reason why is because once you do and you have mastered this, then you will not be easily shaken up or broken next time. I also want you to check out my video below on my single mom struggling story. And also, I have a separate blog that you can click to read about that as well. The fact of the matter is, is that there have been several times since money was tight or I went through similar situations. But since I learned how to trust God every time I faced a similar type of situation, I am not easily broken. I do not worry or fear because God has brought me through it one time, and guess what? I know that God will bring me through it again. Yes, we have to live in the world, but something is always happening in the world. 
Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. If we lean on what is going on around us, then our emotions are going to be all over the place. Where does worrying get you? I mean, really think about it. Where does it get you? When I went through my stage of not trusting God, I was filled with worry, anxiety, and depression all of the time. I literally felt like I was on the brink of a nervous breakdown. It got to the point that I was so tired of feeling these emotions that I just couldn't feel at all. And it was then something strange happened. I started to notice something. My life was not perfect and I still had problems, but I noticed that all of the stuff that I was worried about never happened. And God started to tell me how to fix all of these things that I was worried about. Take the following Bible verse. Therefore, I tell you not to worry. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is life not more than food and your body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Matthew twenty-five twenty-seven. In this, I want to make a few points. Worrying will literally get you nowhere, so why do it? What worrying will get you is so many clouded emotions that it will cut you off from what God is trying to tell you. If your thoughts are so consumed about what is going to happen, what will happen, then you won't have a chance to listen what God says about the situation because your brain will be so consumed with worry that you will drown out God's voice. Secondly, either you're going to trust that God is for you or you won't. When you choose to worry, you are literally saying that whatever it is that you're going through, it is too big for God to handle and you are literally telling him that you do not trust that he can handle your situation. Pain is meant to be transformed. Oftentimes when we're going through something, we want to throw ourselves a pity party or even blame God for what we're going through. We tell ourselves that we are God's child. We should not be going through fill in the blank. Never think that as a child of God, you are exempt from pain. If Jesus went through pain, then what makes you think that you will never go through anything? For the Bible tells us, not only so, but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Romans 5, 3-5 I have a video on how you can transform pain that you can watch below. But one of the main things that you need to know when learning how to trust God is that there's a reason for it. When I went through my hardship, that is when I started blogging, which turned into a business. And because I had gone through so much pain myself and overcame it, I learned how to encourage other people. The purpose of pain is to be transformed into something else, not to sit in it forever or to just dwell about how life sucks. But if you refuse to trust God, you will never see the point or the purpose of your pain and you will just stay in the same place when really your pain may be a way to birth something new and wonderful in you. And the only way to see what that is is to learn how to trust God, trust that he knows what he is doing and to allow yourself to be transformed. How to trust God action steps. Below are some daily action steps that you can take so that you can learn how to trust God. Pray. Pray often and pray every day. Like I talked about in my separate blog on how to become God's friend, when you pray, just don't whine, but pray for direction and pray for a solution and listen to what God is telling you in the midst of your prayer. Journal. I have a separate link that you can click to buy some of the Christian journals that I recommend, but journaling for me has become a way to communicate with God. I write down prayers, write down what I'm going through, and write down what God is telling me. Because when you journal and document the process you are going through, you can read it time and time again. 
I have tons of journals with really depressing entries as I talked about in my first video. But when I go back to them and read them, I remember how God brought me out of those situations and how he can do it again. Speak Life. I have a separate blog on how to speak life over death, which you can click the link down below to read. But if you're always speaking negatively, then that is what you're going to get. Instead, speak positive, speak the word of God into existence, and speak as though God is going to come through for you any day now. And believe it. If you need help on how to do this, then I highly suggest that you get my Christian Manifestation Guide, which you can click the link down below to buy. And it has 25 affirmations and Bible verses that will help you speak life into your situation over worry. I really hope that this post taught you how to trust God and know that whatever it is that you're going through won't last always. And that you might as well put your trust in the Lord over just not trusting at all or wallowing in your hardship. Because that is a sure way to get you nowhere. If you know someone who may need to read or listen to this post, then go ahead and share it with them.